We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook, Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M-I-K-O-S-A-N-T-O-S dot C-O slash free book. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. A Kangaroo Fern production. Coming up next on that podcast exchange. To all the smaller independent podcasts, I would say just try it and don't get discouraged if the numbers are not as high as you hope they will be because it's a grind it's a marathon it's not a thing that just happens overnight so if you stick to it and you make sure that you enjoy what you're doing you'll eventually get where you want to go collaboration has always been a great way for creators to grow so it happened on youtube a lot where they do cross promotions on videos or they join each other it happens on instagram it happens on twitter it's always a good way to get exposed to a large new audience that is not necessarily aware of you you're listening to that podcast exchange exchange. the show that will provide you valuable information and advice from world-class podcast experts to teach you the best practices to be successful in podcasting the show for early stage podcasters and service providers to give them the latest trends news and new opportunities in the podcast industry now, on to the show with your host, Miko Santos, the founder of Kangaroofer Media Lab. On today's episode, we're lucky to have a conversation with Audrey co-founder Niklas Hedelbrand. Audrey is empowering creators to own their success story, you and I. Well, in podcasting, collaboration is the key to growth and success. On this episode, we're talking about the collaboration, why it's very important for an independent podcaster. And by the way, this episode also sponsored by Zencaster is an all-in-one podcast production software that gives your studio quality audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. It records each guest locally, then upload the crystal clear audio and video right into the software. So you have a high quality raw materials to work with. If you're a listener, just get my promo code that podcast exchange and you get 30% off for a Sensecaster professional account. Please do support the company that support us. Check them out at kangaroofirm.com advertiser. All right, let's dive in to our latest episode with Niklas Hedelbrand. Hello, Podfiesta. 
And hello, humanista. Welcome to another episode of Dot Podcast Exchange. And today's episode, we're talking about this software platform, a platform for podcaster and content creator like you. So we're discussing about the platform called Audrey. And who else can explain to us about this? Of course, the co-founder of Audrey, that will be Nicholas Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Before we go dive into the actual platform for, for the podcaster, I know it's almost 9,000 podcasters now is on the platform itself. So how did it start? So who are you and how did you create this? Yeah, we're actually close to 15,000 podcasts by now. So we've grown a bit. Yeah, we started the platform itself in March of 2020. So it's now almost what, two years old then in early next year. And the background was that me and my co-founder were working in the creative space for a while. We've been building different software for influencers in social media mostly, so other content creators. And we had a client that was really active in the podcasting space, um, advertising on podcasts. And came to us with a few problems, which led us to the discovery that podcasters are extremely underserved. So the problem they had finding podcasts to advertise on was not really that relevant to us. It was mostly that podcasters also had an issue growing and finding each other. And that led us to build a small prototype, reach out to a few podcasters, and then realizing they could really use the help. And that was basically the start of Audrey. Thank you for that, Nicholas. So how this works, if I'm an independent podcaster... How can I become a member of this community? And what would I expect if I want to sign up on this? Yeah. So one thing that's always important for us to make clear is that we're not a hosting company. So any podcaster can come to us directly. It doesn't matter where you're hosted with, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you are. So it's really just connected to you having an RSS feed and you can sign up. We don't take any ownership over the content so you're free to do whatever you want and it's completely free so you can just sign up put in your ISS feed link uh, usually we do this through the Apple podcast link and then you're good to go and then you can create an account and the way it works is that maybe going back a little bit we found that one of the best ways for podcasters to grow is to collaborate with other podcasters on content or give each other shout outs or integrate trailers or drop uh, episodes in the feed and there was a hard time finding each other so the entire platform is really built about discovery of other podcasters so once you sign up you have different options there's an option to search directly for podcasters in specific categories so you can filter or by maturity of the podcast how old it is how many episodes in which category they publish and so on and so forth or we also recommend a bunch based on your feed so once set it up based on your feed we create your account already fill it with a bunch of information that you have already previously set up somewhere else and then give you recommendations based on that and after that it's really up to you you can reach out to anyone you'd like Everyone is a podcaster, so you know you reach the right person directly. And then you can start planning your collaborations and helping growing each other. Why collaboration and to grow each other? Yeah, the collaboration focus is, is, is different for different reasons. One, collaboration has always been a great way for creators to grow. So it happened on YouTube a lot where they do cross promotions on videos or they join each other it happens on instagram it happens on twitter it's always a good way to get exposed to a large new audience that is not necessarily aware of you and then if the content creator that you're collaborating with is similar there's a high likelihood that it will like you both 
The other thing is that in podcasting, one problem that we see is that there's no scalable growth channels. So you can't really pay for Facebook or Google ads and expect a large influx of listeners because the content is so different. You go from a visual content to an audio content, and that's a big break in the medium. And it's just really expensive. I don't know if you've tried, but if you want to pay Google, it will take cost you a ton of money to get a few more listens. Whereas you feel with collaboration, that's actually a way where you can get it on a like in an affordable way or even free if you just collaborate. So it's kind of tr you try to bridge the gap between not having any growth channel and podcast and just kind of having the right partners to collaborate with. So partner to collaborate with. So is that like yeah? So that's a podcast swap guesting. Not necessarily. So a lot of podcasters invite each other to be guests on each other's shows, but that's not the main thing that people do. So we've seen anything from podcast guesting to just giving each other a shout out in the way of, oh, if you like my podcast, I can only always recommend this other podcast, which is very similar. So that's a way that people collaborate. One thing we also see is that a lot of people upload trailers on the platform. We have this specific feature. And then if people want to collaborate, instead of giving a shout out, just the native one, they use the trailer of the other person and insert it in their shows as a recommendation. So, oh, that's a really great podcast. He had 30 seconds, just listen to it and they integrate it in their feed. So there's these different ways of giving each other exposure without necessarily doing an interview. Because also many podcasts don't have an interview format. And then it's just impossible to have any guests on the show. So is this going to be the new trend on podcasting about collaboration, recommendation? Uh, I've spoken to one of the marketing specialists a couple of weeks ago. They're saying to give a fastest grow on your podcast and being an authority, you have to be a guest to the other podcaster show. It definitely helps. It definitely helps. Like Being a guest is one of the best ways to get this extra exposure. So that's also why a lot of people are trying it. But then it's not necessarily the only way of doing it. So some podcasts might not be comfortable being a guest or might just not enjoy uh, just going on other podcasts and talking about it. But it's certainly one way, but not the only way. So I would disagree with the fact that it's the only way to do it, depending on what you're doing and what your content is that you're providing. So what's the, you say, the unique of this platform? So one thing is we don't host. So a lot of podcast platforms focus on hosting as they require you to move your entire podcast to their platform in order to, to participate in uh, all the functions and features in the community, which is something we really don't want to do. And we want to like to keep it open. And this is also what our its core makes us very different, which is we believe that The way that the podcast marketing is, uh, market is fragmented, so as all these listening apps and all these hosting providers, is actually a good chance for podcasters because it allows them to stay independent. And we're really focusing on the independence part of a podcast. There are some platforms that are trying to kill the RSS feed, that are trying to make podcasters come to them in order to use their features and kind of wall everyone off. We go the opposite way and say, Podcasters should be able to do whatever they like and should be truly independent and build their own business or their hobby the way they like. And then we don't want to dictate how they have to manage the core aspects of their, their shows. 
So what will be into you, the benefit as, as a platform? I mean, for us, obviously, if we have more, a lot of podcasters, we can build more features, create a bigger ecosystem and really help podcasters be successful. I mean, our company vision is to enable podcasters to own their success story, which is ultimately the, the main goal. So if we can help a lot of podcasters be independent and manage their own little media business the way they want to, that's great for us. Right now, Audrey is completely free, so everyone can join and not pay anything. And on the line, we would just would like to extend it with different extra features where podcasters can also monetize, grow more effectively, work with different stakeholders. And we would like to be the core of any podcaster's professional career. So we see ourselves as the backbone of the podcast economy, and we want to be there to help as many podcasters be as successful as they want to be. Wow, that's fantastic vision, Niklas. So you say it's about giving them this platform so that to grow them. Can you tell us some success story that on your end while using the, the platform itself? Yeah, so we have multiple podcasters always reaching out to us every week and explaining to us why they think Audrey is great and how it has helped them. And it's really different and also different levels of traction. So I talked to one podcaster the other week who actually made a big business deal through Audrey. They started reaching out to another podcast and then partnered up to build a whole business relationship where they help each other, even outside of the podcast content, grow each other's businesses. But they met each other through their just combined passion for podcasting and found someone like-minded on the platform. Other podcasters we have that are interview-based podcasts told us, that they used the platform religiously for a week and then filled out their entire backlog for two shows for an entire year because they managed to find so many guests. And for other podcasts, it's really just to find a way to connect with other podcasters because they feel so isolated. They're at home recording their own shows. They're not necessarily interview-based. So sometimes it feels like talking into the void a bit to them. And then an Audrey is the first time where they can find people they can actually exchange ideas with because it's a space where everyone is the same and you kind of know who you're talking to and it gives them a way to contact people that they didn't even know existed before. Right. Great for that. So before you starting this platform, are you a podcaster before or you stumbled the podcasting space? I was not a podcaster myself. I'm not the best uh, possible content creator out there. I was an avid listener, though. So I was always listening to podcasts, but I never really thought about building a business there until I kind of stumbled on the opportunity because I did a problem that we basically tried to solve. I never had, but I came across it through my previous work. So what problem is that that you're trying to solve? That's why you went into podcasting space. Yeah, so the core problem, if I look at it from a very high macro level, is that podcasting is a very extreme creator space where most of the content creators have very little reach. So there's no real middle class of podcasting. If you look at the numbers, any podcaster that has around 7,000 listens per episode is in the top 3% globally which if you compare the consumption numbers with YouTube or Instagram or any other creator medium that is out there online, it's very little. So getting 6,000 likes on Instagram is infinitely easier than getting 6,000 constant listeners on podcasting. So we saw this as an opportunity, also like a need for someone in the market to step in and say, hey, why is that the way it is? Why is the distribution so weird? Why do the top 
few companies in the world that have all the money get all the listens and why do the people that are independent not get there and we thought this is kind of an interesting area to tackle because one we all love podcasting and most people that listen to a lot of podcasts have an issue finding great new ones and then you're always stuck with listening to the big shows by the big corporations and If we can enable these smaller podcasts that are just as talented, they just don't have the, the firepower in terms of just money and the backing by a large uh, company, then it could help everyone. It would uplift up the entire ecosystem, would create so many more innovative content formats and could also lead to interesting things that the big companies would never produce because they're not intended for like the, the masses. Wow, that's great. So what is the future of Audrey? What are you thinking? What other feature are you thinking within two to five years' time? We will be right back. Are you passionate to help other podcasters? Wanted to connect to growth-minded podcasters and service providers? The Podcast Creator Society is now open for a new member. Head over to www.podcastcreatorsociety.com slash community. This episode is sponsored in part of Zencaster. Zencaster is all-in-one podcast production software that keeps you studio quality in audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. It's record its guests locally, then upload the crystal clear audio and video right into the dashboard. So you have high-quality raw materials to work with. To our listener, just check the promo code that podcast has changed and you get 30% off of Zencaster professional account. This episode is also sponsored by Kangaroo Firm Media Lab, Australia's podcast management agency. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to We make podcasting easy. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com And now, back to the show with Mika Santos. Yeah, so right now we are fully focused on growth. But if you sign up, everything is all about growth and collaboration. You work with other podcasters to help each other out and help each other grow. This is mostly based on a fair exchange model. So usually podcasters work with other podcasters that are of similar size and audience reach, which though creates a bit of a problem when you think about different size podcasters wanting to work together. So one thing we really want to do, and that's going to come very soon, is help podcasters transact with each other in a way where they can extend the variety of podcasters they can work with. So while paid marketing is not necessarily something that works well outside of podcasting, we feel like podcasters should be able to transact with other podcasters for shoutouts or collaborations across promotions. And that way it opens up a whole different set of possibilities where you can work with larger podcasters, maybe get a shout out at below market rate compared to regular advertising. It can be more natural because ultimately, if you recommend another podcast on your podcast, it's more like extra content and value you're providing. If you're running a basic ad, it's just an ad and you want your podcast, uh, your listener to spend money on that product so you make more money. So we feel like there's a huge 
chance for podcasters to work together and to transact with each other on promotions, but also going further for really podcasters work with different stakeholders on Audrey um, that can help them build their little podcast media business. So there's an opportunity for podcasters to collaborate on content creation and let's say audio editing. Some podcasters are better at audio editing, some podcasters are better at social media marketing. So there's all these values that podcasters can share or don't share and all these skills that they might not have and others do have. Well, we feel like there needs to be an exchange that goes beyond collaboration on just growth targeted metrics, but also on just production. So, and then if podcasters come together, they can lift up each other's content quality by not just helping each other grow. And you can even have them transact and pay each other for it. So you're thinking like just like a marketplace in the future. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of a marketplace. You obviously don't want to build an eBay where just people start spamming their offers and try to undercut each other, but it should always be focused on really uplifting the community. So anything we build, any feature we build, we always have two big questions. One is, does it help a podcaster? If not, then it's not really a core focus. So for example, you could build any feature that helps a listener or brand, which is not our core focus right now. So then it gets out. And the other one is, does it help the community? And even if a feature can help one podcast that is really great at sales, but it doesn't help the rest of the community, it's also not going in. So it's a marketplace dynamic, but we want to really make sure that there's no room for any kind of aggressive selling and buying and we don't want to have a spammy platform where people just try to make money first and help the community second or not at all so you have to have like an open space to collaborate and make their journey in podcasting exactly and the way we, we build the platform now and the way we are also building our next features that are currently in development is always that any interaction on the platform ideally has a direct value to the entire Audrey community. So like we have endorsement on the platform where you can endorse other podcasts and uh, help them be more visible, prominent to other podcasters on the platform. Or you can provide feedback in a way where they can learn and improve what they're doing. And we try to build a lot of educational material that helps them be a better collaborator or to be a better podcaster. And we provide all this content for free. So anything that helps lift the community up is great. Fantastic. I 100% agree with you, Nicholas. So for early stage podcaster who is listening right now, what would you tell them to grow their podcast and be discovered by someone else? Yeah. And the first thing is probably don't wait for listeners to just come in. I think everyone wishes for is you just start a podcast and the listeners will come. That's very unlikely to happen. So the important thing is that you make sure that you get in front of as many people as you can and you have to work on different channels. So one thing is you should definitely have some social media channels and give your listeners a way to interact with you because that's a bit difficult through, let's say, an Apple podcast that can interact with you. And the other thing is really learn from other podcasts and see what they've been doing. Sign up to platforms like Audrey or something else. Join Facebook groups. Go on Reddit and see what other people have done and what recommendations they can give you and start asking a lot of questions. And really always think is how do I get in front of more of people that like my content? And collaboration is, in our opinion, the best way to start. So if you, even if you're small, find some podcasters in your niche, reach out to them, message them, ask them, you want to work together? Can I interview you? Can you interview me? 
and really try what works. It's a lot of experimentation and different things work for different podcasters. Some podcasters also run the newsletters or online shops and all these Discord groups and all these communities. So it's really a matter of experimenting and it's a lot of work. But then in the end, you'll find your lifelong fans through these ways and then it's uh, just as a rewarding. So you're saying you just start, you don't need expensive equipment to do the podcast? Not really. I think a lot of podcasts struggle with with getting just the head start. So there's multiple things I think that makes podcasters crumble and none, none is the equipment at the beginning. So there's one really famous German podcast and they rec- got into the millions of listens and it was by two comedians and they started with a MacBook mic and it was fine. They had a good audio editor, they cleaned up a lot, but that was not necessarily a problem. The reason why they were successful is because the content was really good. So if you have content that resonates with people, that people find interesting, that is structured and people know what to expect and whenever they come back to an episode, they know what's coming, they know what kind of quality can expect, what kind of talking points. That's way more important than having the best microphone. You should still optimize, obviously, but I think getting the core podcast fit in terms of content and your audience is way more important than the most expensive equipment. So you're saying the content is the king for any podcaster? Absolutely. I think the only people that can get away with terrible content are probably people that are already very famous. So if you're a Hollywood celebrity, you'll put out a podcast and they will come just because you are you. But especially if you're an independent podcaster, you can't really expect that. And then you need to give people a reason to listen to you and to come back. And if even if your episode is only 30 minutes, 30 minutes of time people are investing every week, every two weeks. And then also with the first two listens, let's say, to figure out whether they like you, that's an hour of investment. And this hour needs to have some kind of return in terms of enjoyment or learning that they want to stay. And that might not be the case if it's a bad content and the mic quality will have an impact. So if it sounds like there's a snowstorm going on behind you, that's not great. That will probably turn people away. But if the content is bad and the mic quality is good, that's the same problem. What is your opinion? Why is podcasting is very unique to other media? Yeah. One thing is that it's way more intimate. So let's say consumption of other kind of media is a bit superficial in many ways. I mean, the more superficial example being Instagram. You you swipe through stuff. If you look at the average Instagram user, they follow hundreds of creators and friends and then they cannot spend two minutes on each picture. Otherwise, they'll be there every day, all day. So it's just a very short form content consumption where podcast is really long form. And then you have the direct voice. A voice and a person talking to you is way more intimate. Having a conversation with someone is more intimate than reading a text message or looking at a picture of a person. So that way, I believe there's a way deeper connection between the listener and the actual host, especially if you're following your host for a longer time. That creates a relationship that is much tighter than with other forms of content. And then the longer form one also makes you be more focused a lot of other content is just consumed in passing, whether it's music or Netflix show that also is just in the background. Podcast listening is a bit difficult to do just half. So if you listen to an interesting podcast, not only half listening will make you have to skip back all the time. So that way I feel like it's just, it's more intimate, it's more impactful, it's more direct, and it's more 
focus on your attention than other forms of uh, media content. Yes, I totally agree with that. So, because podcasting, the audio, you can go anywhere, even your jogging, you can listen to to a podcast and like for other platform. So, and my next question is, why do you think that some podcasters are now doing a video podcast as well? Is that because for another audience or because just like YouTube, is that because YouTube is the second largest search engine? Yes, I think that definitely has an impact. So... It is also connected to basically the problem we are trying to solve is discoverability doesn't exist. And one thing that always worked really well for YouTube is the whole recommended video section on the site. So YouTube has this built-in algorithm to recommend you videos based on the videos you're watching. So if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you might get recommended more podcasts. And it's easier to sample so you can get a better idea of watching let's say one minute of a audio host talking in a podcast and you get a better feeling for who that person is. You see them, you can much faster judge. I don't know if it's the best judgment if you're listening to an hour of a podcast of a person or watching a video is just, is better, but it's definitely an easier way to judge something. And it gives you this recommendation engine that doesn't exist for podcasts. So if your podcast is on Apple, I mean, you might be in the top 200, but then how many people check the top 200s on a daily basis? YouTube just proactively pushes your content to other people and you can go viral much more easier compared to in the podcasting where going viral on the podcasting platform, which doesn't exist, is pretty impossible. So it's people leveraging existing models and technology to get more reach. So it just makes sense for further recommendations and um, audience growth. Yes. Hopefully it's going to be some feature like that in the future in podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a quite good question, but it's unlikely unless one of the podcast platforms like Spotify takes over 100% of the market, then they could start building something. But as long as listeners are completely free to listen where they want, it's going to be tough to have the perfect recommendation engine that keeps people listening. Thank you. So if you have a billboard to write one short piece of advice to all our listeners and to our, our audience right now, what would you say to them? To all the small and independent podcasts, I would say just try it and don't get discouraged if the numbers are not as high as you hope they will be. Because it's a grind. It's a marathon. It's not a thing that just happens overnight. So if you stick to it and you make sure that you enjoy what you're doing, you'll eventually get where you want to go. All right. Thank you so much for that, Nicholas. So how can our listener connect with you? And whichever channel they prefer. You can uh, message me directly at nicholas at audrey.io. Email goes directly to me. If you have any questions, connect with me on LinkedIn. I accept every single podcast. I always just reach out if you have any questions. Follow us on Twitter or uh, follow our social channels and see what we're up to. We're very open. We usually respond to everyone really quickly. So especially if they're smaller podcasts, we're always eager to help or push you in the right direction if we don't have the answer right now. All right. Thank you so much, Nicholas Hedelbrand, for your time. And to our listeners and our audience, that is Nicholas. So see you again for another episode of That Podcast is James. See you in two weeks' time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hello, Humanista. Thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. I truly respect your time. If you enjoyed this episode, 
Be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted in the Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. If you think other could benefit from listening, please share it on your socials. And if you're a new listener, then thank you so much for checking out the show. And don't forget, you can find all resources, links at the show note down below. Since you're listening to this, I can tell you that you are truly are dedicated to making a podcast that is a game changer for you. Your listener and scales your influence and message to the masses. For that, I want to give you the art of podcasting course for free. To get that course, go to kangaroofirm.com slash free course. Again, that is kangaroofirm.com slash free course. If you like to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page and the link will be on our show notes. By the way, if you're looking to start your own podcast, our friend from Kangaroo Firm Media Lab can help you achieve that. Check their website at kangaroofirm.com. Again, thank you for listening. This is Miko Santos. See you in two weeks' time. Check out this trailer for the upcoming episode. A Kangaroo Fern production. Coming up next on that podcast exchange. I think there's a couple of different things of what stops people in their tracks. One is maybe they just heard they needed a podcast. They went out there, they got started, they took action, which is which is awesome. But then as they started going, they realized that it's not really what they wanted to talk about. So instead of taking that moment, like I just said, to refresh, relaunch, refocus, they just stop. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com.